If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to another scintillating, uh, fantastic, uh, humongously bigly brilliant uh, genius episode of Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel right here on R-A-D-O Brooklyn. <laughs> You're home for everything speedy. Yep. Yeah, the meth capital in New York. <laughs> Is it? I think so. It, I could be wrong. It could be. Could be wrong. Could be the Bronx. No, I don't think it's the Bronx. Really? I think it's Brooklyn or Queens. 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 Yeah, give it up for Queens. My favorite borough, I have to say. Is it? Best food. Yeah. Better. You know, Brooklyn used to have a lot of really good food, but it's been all taken over by bullshit artisanal people making their version of a particular type of food. Uh Uh-huh. If you are, like, really genuinely interested in going and getting good, uh, uh, authentic, in big air quotes, uh <clears throat> food from different countries uh queens is the place to be all right uzbeki food in brooklyn Bro- in, is there an uzbek community in There's brooklyn yeah russian uh-huh brooklyn well yeah that's true yeah russian and you know probably some of the better vietnamese food is in brooklyn but uh you know any latin american food trinidadian food queens yeah, Brooklyn. you can get that heavily in Queens too, though, and the Bronx. Any of the Caribbean food you can get in 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 uh, Queens in the Bronx. Okay, for sure. Guess you're switching stations. And if you're down, if you're down, yeah, radio radio free Queens, <laughs> radio free five boroughs. Yeah, right here on Radio Free Five Boroughs. Um, Noel, how you doing, man? I am doing okay. That's great. Yeah. That's great. I got a little story for you. Oh, wow. Okay. Because, uh, you didn't have a little story for us today. All right. That had anything to do with the topic. Okay. Um, although we'll talk about what you were going to tell us if you want. (laughs) Um, so I was, uh, uh, I saw some friends this weekend who I hadn't seen in a little while. Um, and, uh, we were talking about, we, I go back long ways with them and, uh, we were talking about when we were like. 15 and 16 year old respectively we decided we were going to go down to orlando florida for spring break to uh disney okay so we uh shoved a big rock of hash up our respective asses did you yeah uh (laughs) (laughs) uh we got on a plane we went down there and you know being from new york we're 15 and 16 years old there's nothing even resembling a driver's license in our pocket uh-huh. and uh you know we bought tickets to disney and we had to take cabs everywhere yeah right we were staying at like some like uh, it was like a you know like it was a decent hotel it was like a holiday inn or something like that but it was you know one of these sort of low flat ones with a pool in the center yeah. it wasn't like a big tall one and we were there and it was like the third night we were there and uh we just didn't go out unless we were going to Disney because we just, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing. We didn't know that we had stayed at this hotel that was kind of in the middle of nowhere uh-huh. and that a cab ride everywhere cost us like $30. Okay. And so it was about 1 o'clock in the morning, and we were playing cards, and we were high as fuck. Okay. 
And we got hit with the munchies really hard. And we called up the front desk and we were like, we need food. And they were like, not at this hour. We were like, there's no place we can order food to be delivered or anything like that. And they were like, nope. And we were like, what's, where's the nearest, is there, what's the nearest restaurant? And she was like, there's a Denny's about three miles down this highway. All right. Right. It's one in the morning in Orlando, Florida, um, on a weekday. And uh, we decide we're going to walk to the Denny's. Yeah. What else we got to do? Yeah. And so we hit the road, and it's pitch blackout. There's no street lamps at all. There is nothing. I mean, it's a fucking Florida highway. Like, I, in, in retrospect, knowing what I know about Florida, uh-huh. how we made it alive is beyond me. <laughs> but <clears throat> so we're walking along an unlit highway, two lanes going one direction, two lanes going the other direction. Um, it's pitch black. We're we're high as shit, and we're just walking, and we can see the Denny's because it's just a straight line. We can see the Denny's across the road all the way up, just like it's the one shining light uh-huh. in the distance. And as we're walking, we hear a car coming up the other way, and it's getting louder and louder and louder. And we see it, and it's a it's the ultimate redneck mobile, uh-huh. right? It's a giant jacked up four by four jeep or i feel like it was a jeep because it didn't look like it had a roof of any kind Uh and it was painted in camo (laughs) and had like big antennas with flags whipping off of it Uh and a bunch of drunk dudes in baseball caps trucker caps and we're like oh fuck and they started shouting at us as they were going in the other direction from us and we were like just keep it cool just keep it cool just keep walking and we hear them speed up, and then we hear <clears throat> this big, and we look back, and they're swinging a big U-turn, and they start speeding up to catch up with us. And we freak out, and we start running. And we run, 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 and I mean, we are running, and we like cut across the... Th- cut across the, the the two lanes that we're on to the other side. Like, we're freaking out. We're like, we're going to get killed yeah. in Florida. And these guys scream past us and hit another U-turn. And spin back, and we run back across. The, and we do this crazy fucking zigzag thing of them chasing us and us running. And I'm like... 280 pounds, 15 <laughs> years old. Like, I can't breathe, but uh-huh. I am still... I'm, like, terrified for my life. Um, and we make it to the Denny's doing this like fucking zigzag thing and they catch up to us at the Denny's and cut us off. And they were like, Hey dudes, we were just going to offer you a ride. (laughs) (laughs) And then they laughed and took off. Yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah, that's my Florida story. (laughs) That's great. And then we went into Denny's and we Uh, just ate a lot of food, man. But uh, yeah, and we took a cab back. Okay, because we were just Good. like, yeah, uh, enough of that. Yeah, <laughs> there was nothing fun about that whatsoever. But uh, yeah, so the point of that story, Noel, is there is no point other than it ties into our uh, our uh, topic of the day. Yeah, which today is it's Florida, how to get rich quick on schemes based on crazy Florida news stories. Yeah, and it's amazing because you know. This was by far the easiest uh-huh. uh, episode to do any research for. And the, the fun. And yet, and also probably the funnest. Yeah. 
because you can just look up crazy Florida shit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And you find websites that are dedicated to it. So many. <laughs> you find there are books written. Yeah. About why Florida is the most insane state in the union. Yeah. It's kind of in and of itself, like it is just a given yeah. that Florida is whacked. You know, Florida has the uh most guns in the country. Oh, I would bet. I didn't think that that would be the case. Like, I was sort of surprised by that. I have to be honest with you. Uh huh. I mean, but some of these stories, like, I found one page that was just like 50 stories of Florida man. Yeah. Which, and it was just like, okay, let me go through this. And it was like, oh, wow, that should be a thing. And yeah. that should be a thing. Yeah. So, Florida, no. That's right. A good story, better yeah. than mine, which was going to be being in two foster homes in Florida. Uh, <laughs> well, let's hear about that now. Come on, tell us all about it. Only when I cry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a whole separate episode. We're going to do an episode on how to make how to get rich off of Noel's tears. That's right. And we'll just make Noel cry. Yeah. You know what? Before we get into our schemes, we should say what we do here. Oh, yeah, uh, that's a good so point. So every week we have a topic. This week it is Florida. And from that topic, we plumb so many schemes for you to get so many well, rich. usually about four four schemes yeah usually <laughs> uh sometimes more if they're mini schemes yeah that's true uh and you after that we just put them out there we sit down we relax we chill out we've done all our work we've done all the heavy lifting really we're done yeah you take these ideas you action them you make millions billions you change your life you become the man, the woman, the child that you've always wanted to be, and you give us 10%. That's all we ask. That's it. God says, tithe and ye shall be uh, successful. Sure. I'm, act, I'm that's, a quote. that's a quote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's in the uh, newest of New Testament. Yeah. The super, most, the super new. It's called the most recent testament. Yeah. <laughs> testament to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So tithe us our 10%. Yeah, and uh, you won't hear from us again. That's right. We won't have to chase in. you down a road with a with a weird camo truck, which is starting. That's going to be the next move. Yeah, we're going to start getting camo trucks and chase people down. Yep, I think that's good. We want paid. <coughs> All right, so uh, getting rich off of crazy shit people do in Florida, Noel. That's right. I mean, it's kind of a you know I think Florida is kind of getting rich off of it because it's become such a cottage industry. Yeah, that uh, people are going down there sort of looking for it sure there's got to be some kind of like crazy shit people do tourism campaign um yeah sure they should yeah so why don't you tell us about your idea for a crazy shit people do in florida tourism campaign okay guys october 8th 2015 uh-huh the palm beach post had a story and uh the title of the story the the headline was police florida man charged in job scan Stole identities, urine. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it goes on to say about how a man in Pensacola was caught stealing people's identities and collecting urine samples after creating a fake online job ad. Uh, The Tallahassee Police Department and Department of Economic Opportunity said, a man, I'm not going to give his name. I don't know if he got convicted. We're not here to fry this guy. We're here to make you rich. He was 19, though. Um, He posted... A fake online ad that said he was hiring 1,100 people for jobs. And then uh, he set up an office, and people would come in, 
He'd get their social security numbers, all their personal information and banking information, and uh, he would take urine samples. He would charge them a $25 fee uh, for a credit check. And then he'd tell them, yeah, they're about to hear from the job. He even gave some of them start dates. But what he actually did was he went and he stole their identities. Mm-hmm. He took that $25. I'm not sure what he did with the pee. I bet he sold it to people who needed to pass drug tests. He might have. That's a good idea. Um, so uh, he was arrested. Florida man is crazy. He's not necessarily stupid. Yeah. Although he's often stupid. Yeah. But he's not always stupid. He's not always stupid. Uh, so he was arrested, though, on uh, criminal charges of use of personal identification information and organized communication fraud. And But I thought, there is so much in this. It's a great idea. Where'd he go wrong? Because there's so much in this, right? So what? where did he go wrong? Well, first of all, he promised jobs and even gave a start date for these jobs so these people knew when they were defrauded, uh-huh. right? <laughs> uh, so don't do that. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, he also he stole their IDs, stole their identities, and went out and charged up a bunch of stuff on it, I'm assuming. Uh-huh. Uh, don't do that. <clears throat> nope. So uh, what can we do based on the solid, solid principles of this Pensacola man? Uh, or, or is it Tallahassee? They're kind of the from same. P- Pensacola, caught by the Tallahassee Police Department. Obviously, they're right next to each other. All right. Or maybe he was. Li- maybe he thought if he lived in Pensacola but did the scam in Tallahassee, never get him. They couldn't extradite him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is what we are going to do, people out there. Uh, we are going to make uh, not tell people that they're going to get jobs. We're going to make an employment pre-check agency. That says it can make it quicker and more efficient for you to get hired because everyone's been between jobs. And when you start looking, it takes a lot longer than you think. And you have to go to interview after interview at the same place. And if there was someone promising to speed that process up, that's good, right? Uh-huh. So uh, we're going to have an, an employment pre check agency. Uh, we're not going to steal their identities. But we're going to gather their personal information and, and sell that information. Uh, we're not going to charge $25. We're going to charge $500. It gives more of an air of legitimacy. Yeah. And also, we're going to do some real things with this money, and we want to have money in our pocket afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to get a real credit check. We're going to get a real drug test. Mm-hmm. But we're also going to collect a lot more pee than we need for this test. And whatever you use that extra pee on, up to you. Listen to our P episode. I was going to say we, we have got, an entire episode yeah. dedicated to so, that. So that's that's a little more off the top, but but I think just on our uh, employment expedition agency, we can call it uh, w- big bucks. And you don't really have to have any thing. And you know, if if they say anything to you, just say, "Well, that company doesn't take our pre-check." Oh, there you go. Right? Yeah. It's not your fault. Mm-hmm. Can't you discover everywhere? And I would suggest you should live in a separate county or city than where you do this, where you actually work this. Yeah. Because generally there are no extradition agreements. <laughs> yeah. So if you're from Pensacola, 
Uh-huh. You might want to go over to Tallahassee and do yep, this. Exactly. <laughs> yep. But yeah, big bucks. Yeah, that is big. Employment bucks. expedition agency, and the urine's just the icing on the cake. Well, icing, <laughs> urine icing. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. You can make urine icing for cakes. That's right. Health cakes. Um, yeah, that's a solid idea. I mean, I think that's that's what I found while researching all of these. Uh huh. These ideas are there already. Oh yeah. You just gotta. You just got to pull the stupid out. Right, exactly. You got to pull the stupid out, and you got to, you know, yeah, that's exactly what it is. You got to pull the stupid out. Yeah. You got to, you know, work it a little bit. Yeah. You know, they the kernels of the ideas are there. They're solid. They're just, uh, you know, not necessarily being fleshed out by the right people. That's right. So here we go. You ready for this? I am ready. Um, Tampa Bay Times. Florida man sets apartment complex on fire after manager told him to stop masturbating in front of windows. <laughs> so a fella, uh-huh. a Florida man, uh, would stand in front of his open window and open front door masturbating uh-huh. for everyone to see. And as the headline says, management came up and said to him, Hey, stop that, dude. You can't do that here. This is a good apartment complex. Yeah, we fi- don't have this kind of messy business going on here. It's a people, family establishment. Yeah, people aren't into this. Yeah. And the guy got so angry, he set fire to the whole complex. Okay. Starting sure. with his apartment. I get it. Um, yeah, you get that kind of anger. You understand that level of rage. So the thing that struck me is uh-huh. we have nudist beaches. Yeah. Where people go and jerk off constantly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is that what they do in nudist beaches? A lot of times, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a. You didn't know that people do that on nudist beaches? No, I thought that was the one place that you're probably going to have the least of that. No, you have... A, I mean, it's not like everybody just standing around jerking off, but there are a lot of people who go to nudist beaches that are exhibitionists that like to okay. have sex, and then the people stand around them and, and do their business. Okay. There's a whole segment on Pornhub about it. I didn't Just realize that. I thought, yeah. uh, I thought it would be the opposite. Of that. No, no. You would think, right? Because yeah. these people are so comfortable in, in their thing, but they're also comfortable. Many of them are comfortable with having sex. So they're nudist beaches. Okay. They're nudist camps. Yeah. Right? Why aren't there nudist apartment complexes? Sure. Exhibitionist apartment complexes. Mm-hmm. Glass but, elevators. Glass elevators. Guys can just stand there whenever they want. Yeah. Whip it out. Tug one out. Yeah. Do their business. People can stop and watch. People not. They don't care, though, because that's what it's all about. Yeah. And you have people being able to live their life. Do the, And I'm sure in a place like Florida, you are going to, you will fill up in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Like, I cannot believe <coughs> that there aren't tons of people who would love to live in an exhibitionist slash nudist apartment complex. Of course. Right? They can just come home. The second they walk through the gate, take off their clothes, and they're done with it. Yeah. They can hang out with their buddies. They can barbecue. They can do the whole thing. The lifestyle should be about your whole life. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't just be about you know those moments where you get to enjoy it. That's right. It's um, not just for Saturday night. No, it's not. And it would save situations like this. Yeah. Right? Where guys get so angry because they can't be who they are that they have to destroy things. Yeah. He was born like that. Yeah. He was. He was. Absolutely. So there you go. That's a real quick one, but I, I think it's a solid one. So go go down to Florida or anywhere. I mean, I think it helps if they're sunny climbs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I imagine anywhere, even in the cold, people like to get undressed and show off their goods, their goodies. Yeah. Um, you know, 
Yeah, so there you go. Okay, yeah, good. I like it. I like it. And you know what? My second idea is uh-huh. going to be a big long one. Uh-huh. So it's good that we're we're rocking right now. All right. I got another short one if oh, you want me to do that. If you want to throw another short one, I'll throw another short one. Yeah. Most of mine are kind of on the shorter side. Okay. So that was one. Uh, so, guys, we're going to put it on the record right now. You're getting more than four. Yeah. Josh misled you. I said usually. Okay. Usually four. <laughs> and which you said, you, actually, you said usually four. Uh, I'm so tired of your lies. <laughs> And your attempts to throw me under the bus. It's all on tape. You know, uh, it tape, was very Josh. funny, but Josh didn't say it. Uh, <laughs> no, you know the reason I, t- I corrected that person <laughs> on, on who had said uh-huh. uh, the thing he was commenting on. So uh, uh, about a month ago, uh, someone reaches on Twitter saying, uh, congratulating Josh for something he had said. And I corrected him saying it was me. The reason I corrected him, though, Josh, wasn't because I didn't want you getting credit. Is because I know that person listens regularly for a while, and he should know who's who by now. Oh, so you were you were reprimanding them? No, I was I was making you were sure that they understood who's who. <laughs> All right, so I'm going on to my yeah. next one because you are just too much sometimes. All right. So Fox 10 TV, Florida, authorities received an anonymous call stating a subject was present that possessed methamphetamine. During their investigation, officers discovered an active one-pot meth lab in the pants leg of 23-year-old Ian Freundreich of Defuniac Springs. Mm-hmm. So I was like, the dude had a meth lab strapped to his leg? Yeah. And apparently he did. So this opened up a whole bunch of possibilities for me. So yeah. this is the hot new thing going around in Meth Town, USA. Okay. A.K.A. USA. <laughs> um <laughs> Instead of elaborate methamphetamine setups, mm-hmm. they are basically putting together what are called one-pot meth labs where you have all of the ingredients in a bottle, generally a plastic bottle, that you then turn upside down and shake, and it brings everything together, and eventually you get meth from it. Okay. I don't know the science behind it. I don't know how or why it works. You know, when I watched Breaking Bad, I mean, he had... yeah. Tubes and test tubes and tanks and and the whole thing. But apparently you can make meth this way. Mm -hmm. The problem is tends to blow up. Okay. A lot. Okay. Um, As I looked into this, there have been several uh, examples of people being found with one pot meth lab strapped to their legs. And I guess the idea is as they're walking, they're shaking it up and agitating it yeah. so they don't have to just stand there for however many hours sure. shaking it. It's like a self-winding watch. And they are found because this thing blows up and they have third-degree <laughs> burns all over their inner thighs and, and junky areas. Yeah. Or they're in Florida and wearing shorts. Right. <laughs> it's that. Um, uh, and uh, so I came up with a couple ideas. Okay. So the first one was, why not make a one-pot meth lab that's explosive proof, uh-huh. right? That is designed, that it's not just a shitty plastic bottle. Yes, it's an investment of maybe $60, $100, but that's like, you know, it's essentially a thermos mm-hmm. that has a uh, 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 baffling thing, kind of like the same material that's used for the bomb guys, that 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 the bomb diffusers, uh-huh. right? They have those huge vests and things like that that are filled with Kevlar. So you wrap it in Kevlar and then wrap it with some steel around it. It'll be on the heavier side, but it'll still only be 10 pounds. And then you can tape it to your leg, right? It'd uh-huh. be a whole setup. And then if for some reason it combusts, 
it'll rumble. You'll yeah. feel it, but you can just let it loose, yep. and you're still alive to make more one-pot meth another day. <laughs> yeah. Right? So that was the one. Okay. And the other one was, so I don't know if you've seen these uh, ice cream making balls. Okay, yeah. yeah right? Yeah. So you take your, it's a ball, it's a plastic ball that you fill with uh, ice and salt, and then there's a core that you pour your ice cream uh, uh, base in, and you close it off, and then you kick the ball back and forth, and uh-huh. it, it churns the ice cream. Yeah. Well, why put yourself in danger yeah. when you can put your kids in danger? <laughs> right? So you buy this. It looks like a regular soccer ball, uh-huh. and you fill it with all your me- – and you say, kids, you go out and have a good old time. They play an entire soccer game while making you meth. Yeah. Right? So it's like you're taking the kids to, to – and if you want to do like a big thing, you can become the coach of your local soccer team. Yeah bringing like 20 balls a day yeah. that they are banging around. Within two weeks, you've got enough meth to You're start. kingpin. Yeah, you are a kingpin. Yeah. And, you know, free labor yeah. uh, and fun, oh, I yeah. might add. You know, and should it blow up, the ball's defective. Yeah. Sue the ball company. Yeah. You know, you can have Spalding written on the balls, whatever. Yeah. Adidas, whoever the big soccer right, ball right manufacturer. the biggest company are. you can think of on yeah. that ball. Kick balls. You can make a whole host of balls. That uh, the kids can make you meth with. Yeah. You know, I had read that uh, that story and had thought about doing something with it. And what? It, but the, you can come up with anything as good as no, what I No, the angle with. I was going to go was pretty good. Uh-huh. I was going to have a, uh, instead of meth, that's really where you got in, in trouble, uh-huh. I was going to have a, a, a homebrew beer kit. Oh, there you go. That fits down your pants. Uh-huh. And you can just walk around brewing your own beer. You can have the tap come out of your fly. Yeah. So anyone wants a drink, you can just whip it out. Yeah, freak them out. (laughs) Instead of the urine for the test, you're just pouring a beer. That's right. I like it. All right. You know what else we like is our newest segment, Josh and Noel Sell Out, where every week we explore ways that Josh and I are trying to live our dream of selling our souls to corporate America. You know the, the tried and true ways. Is you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel show page, hit the sponsor link, and every month for the rest of the season, about five months at this point, uh, an amount that you pledge will come out. Half of that money will go to Josh and I. Half the money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, if you hate us, if you're like Josh, you're trying to destroy families, you're trying to blow up kids' legs, uh, you can go. To, <laughs> you're trying to blow up kids' legs, Josh. You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, hit their sponsor link, and pledge an amount on a one-time or reoccurring basis. All that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. None of that money will go to Josh and I. You can leave a note, say, get these guys off the air. They're a threat to humanity. Awful people. And they will. They'll take us off. Especially that They'll say, you guys, you're out. Josh, you got to go to Radio Free Queens. Uh, I'm going to start Radio Free Queen from Manhattan. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, but we know that's good. But the real money, the big money, the fantastic life-changing money that makes it worth selling out is corporate sponsorship. We're talking to you, <laughs> uh, Disney. We're talking to you, uh NASA. We're talking to you. SpaceX. We're talking to you. I can't think of any more Florida companies. Planters. We're talking to you. 
Universal Sea World. We're talking to you. Yeah, other Florida things, <laughs> Copper Tone. <laughs> we're uh, talking to you. But right now we're starting small. We're aiming high. So uh, brought to you by our favorite sponsor, our first sponsor, our only sponsor, Mr. Montalamonte. Please take it away. Hey everybody, it's your best friend, Monty Lamonti, and I'm back again with an amazing tip for you, my best friend. Anyway, people, this tip, this is really more for Chicago people, but I think this can be for anybody. In Chicago, they say, no ketchup ever on a hot dog. To me, that is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. I personally love ketchup on a hot dog. And my tip to you is put whatever you want on that hot dog. Who gives an ass? Shit. Who gives an F? Fuck. Nobody cares. It's your hot dog. Eat it the way you choose. Ketchup. Cheese. Chili. Bacon. Ooh, it sounds good. French fries. Whatever you like, add it on top. As always, a positive influence in your life. Your best friend, Monty Lamonti. And remember, if you heard this, you owe me your best friend, Monty Lamonti. Two dollars. That's right. Two dollars. Payable via PayPal at Montyism, M-O-N-T-E-I-S-M at Yahoo.com. Thank you, and put ketchup on that hot dog. Hello there, welcome to Ketchup Dog. How may we serve you? Extra ketchup is standard on every hot dog. That was a beautiful segue at the end. That was great. Um, I agree with Monty 100%, and I think it's interesting that Chicagoans, of all people, have the gall to tell people how they should eat a, a hot dog when the shit that they like, the standard Chicago dog, yeah, it's like it's a good. mess. What do you mean? It's, it's a good. mess. It's a mess. Chicago's got good hot dogs. I will give it that. I did not like I did not like Vienna beef. Oh, really? Yeah, I was not a fan the one time I had a, a Chicago. There's some great sausage places in Chicago. Don't get uh-huh. me and, and, you know, I'm a, I, I but... The 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 standard Chicago hot dog Vienna beef and then what do they call it dragging it through the the mud or when you put all the the fucking green relish and the poppy seed roll and the the sport peppers and all that and there's like a phrase for that dragging it through the garden or shitting on a pr- perfectly decent hot dog <laughs> or something like that um yeah not I mean but you know yeah I'm all for putting ketchup on a hot dog yeah. Mustard and ketchup. You got that Mustard, sour. Mustard, ketchup, sauerkraut. Yeah, absolutely. You got all that sour mm-hmm. and that acid, and then you hit it with a little sweetness. Yeah, boom. Rounds it out. Boom. Boom. That's right. Good uh, one, Monty. That's right. You know what else goes boom is every week we have a topic. This week it is Florida, and in that topic we give you so many ways to get so many rich, but we also somewhere <laughs> in the show hide another mini topic for you to get many more rich. So uh, many more rich, many more rich, many yeah. more rich. So please take it away. The get rich quick tip of the week brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Look, if you want to get even with rich people, get rich. OK, if you want to make sure that the poor people are taken care of, get rich. That's what Americans do, man. They pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Look, it is your right, it is your duty, it is your obligation to create wealth for you, your company, your family, and it's your patriotic duty to create for the United States of America, for maybe your state or your county. Look, you wanna get the attention of the rich? Get rich. 
okay? You want to hang out with them? You want to find out how nasty they are, how bad they are, how sinful they are? Then get rich, get in their club, and then correct them all. Make as much noise as you want, but in the rest of your time, put your full focus, your full attention on getting you a tennis court, man. And that's my message to you, man. Get your share. Yeah. Get your share, man. Yeah. That's Grant Cardone from the Cardone Zone. Yeah. Yeah, he just wants you to get rich. Man. Yeah, if you, that, when it makes perfect sense. Yeah. If you want to get rich, the best way to do it is to get rich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you want to take care of your family, get rich. Get rich. You want to take care of poor people, get rich. Get rich. You want to drive a car, get rich. Get rich. You want to be patriotic, get rich. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it is, it's, it's an American country, dream. Your state, your county. That's right. Your town. Nothing more American. Yeah. Been getting rich. It's your job. It's your duty. Yeah. Come on, guys. That's right. Now more than ever. Yeah. And how are we going to get rich, Noel? I'm going to tell you. Uh, so, as we said, there's so many freaking stories, right? Uh, for instance, there's this one with a guy named Eric's. Uh, I'm not going to say his last name. 22. Troubled teen and out of jail. Gang tattoos all over, including his face. He turned his life around. Spent two years mastering the task of, to become a pressure pipe welder. Along the way, he'd learned the skills to weld parts on buildings, barges, trains, cars, even ships. And when the tr- teacher saw him trying to better himself, he told him it would be a hard task to get a job with the gang tattoos on his face. So he went out and tried to get him removed. Eight sessions, 150 bucks each. Made a bit of a difference, but barely. So, Eric. 150 bucks each, that seems really cheap for tattoo removal. Uh, each session. Yeah, that's still cheap. Like, I know people were getting a single tattoo removed, uh-huh. and it's like a thousand dollars a session. Okay, wow. Okay, maybe that was the problem. He was going too cheap. Yep. But uh, so Eric's bought some gauze, hydrogen peroxide, uh. eighteen Budweisers, and a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum. Uh-huh. And he had a friend uh, also at this uh, welding institution uh, help remove the tattoos. So the friend would. Um, he had a a Dremel bit, a oh, steel God. Dremel bit on oh, a drill. God. He drilled the skin, pour hydrogen peroxide on it, do a shot, and scrub the wound with steel wool. Holy shit! Uh, it took months. It took months, <laughs> <laughs> but he was able to eventually get rid of most of his tattoos. I cannot imagine how much it hurt. Uh-huh. Like, yes, the drilling in the skin. But then pouring hydrogen peroxide all over this open wood wool. and then scrubbing it with steel wool. Yeah, that's what the shot in between was for. I can't imagine how badly his face is scarred. Yeah. Well, his whole body was all over. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so uh, I thought, great. How can I make some money with that? And I found another story that uh, a family called the Lands, uh, they told police they were in their bedroom around 7 p.m. Monday when they heard a noise that sounded like thunder. Uh the man of the house went outside and he saw a man we're going to call Bruni on top of the wool on top of the roof completely naked <coughs> Bruni allegedly jumped on top of land and uh, knocked him over by hitting him on the shoulder then Bruni ran to the house naked pulled a big screen TV off the wall spilled the contents of a vacuum onto the floor uh, the wife of the house grabbed a gun and began firing at the dude intruder she missed and called 911 uh, they showed up um, and uh, they found that he had been running around. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, 
the Lions told authorities that after the shots were fired, Bruni began whacking them all in the living room. I don't know exactly. I guess maybe that's beaten off. I don't know. Whacking the mole? Yeah, in their living room before heading <clears throat> into their son's bedroom to rub some clothing in his face. Is this a news story? Yeah. I don't feel like they would use a euphemism uh, it, it for was, It was like a, a blog about oh, news story, okay. so it might have. Um, and then uh, when the cops arrived, they uh, attempted to control, control Bruni, who was flailing around, speaking nonsensically. Uh, they discovered that he had defecated on the floor in two spots. <laughs> uh, and at some t- point during the ruckus, he had tried to suck back up the contents of the vacuum he had uh, oh my God. spilled onto the floor. Like actually suck him up himself yeah. or use the vacuum to do no, it? No, 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 into his mouth. What um, was he on? I don't know, but I thought, great. <laughs> so I looked at more stories. I found a story about a woman uh, in Florida who caused a car crash by shaving her bikini line while driving. Uh-huh. Uh, she was going to meet her new boyfriend while her ex-boyfriend in the back seat reached forward and took the steering wheel so she could shave her bikini line. Uh, she had uh, received a DUI the day before. Uh-huh. Great. Uh, I saw another story. Uh, there was a man drove up to a Wendy's, ordered a soda. Uh, they handed him his soda. He picked up a two-foot-long alligator, threw it in the drive through window, and sped off. Just to steal a soda. Yeah. <laughs> the beauty of, of many of these things, uh-huh. uh, not that you're saying, but when you read on these things, is how small potatoes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I thought that's fantastic. That's inspiring. I found another story. A guy went out into the uh, marsh, I guess, or the swamp, and he caught an alligator, then uh, took it to a convenience store and tried to trade it for beer. Uh, they refused to. He got incensed that they should take his alligator for beer eventually yeah, cops were called uh-huh uh, he was charged great a man uh was fishing and uh police saw him acting disturbingly on the pier and uh he was smearing his feces all over the rail of the pier well turns out he was trying to mark his favorite fishing spot so he could find it later <laughs> And he didn't have anything to mark it with, so he, uh, being a thinker, <laughs> being a man who doesn't say no, uh-huh. he uh, decided to use his own feces, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, great. There's a lots, man, of feces. Yeah, lots of feces. Lots of feces. Lots of feces. There's a man who was arrested for eating pancakes in the middle of the road. Uh-huh. Great. Uh, there was a boy who tried to kiss a rattlesnake on the mouth and got bitten in the face by it. Great. <laughs> so what, I tried to think. Uh-huh. So many great stories. <clears throat> What's the nugget in here that I can tie them all together, get you, the listener, so rich? Because there is so much in here, right? Uh, so I started going through, you know, a lot of them had to do with alligators. Mm-hmm. Maybe alligators. Uh, a lot of them had to do with maybe meth, it seemed like, or something like that. Drugs, certainly. Yeah. Bath salts. Yeah, whatever Whatever the, the, the chemical bathtub drug of choice is down in Florida at yeah. the moment. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the times these stories seem to have, yeah, as you said, overkill for a small payoff. <laughs> That's uh, my favorite part of all of them. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of a good idea if the guy's handing you a bag of cash. Yeah. Right? That you throw a two foot alligator in there and take off. But really, a soda? <laughs> soda. <laughs> soda? I hope it was large. Why don't you just take <laughs> off? It's a drive through. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just go. Yeah, no, he had to throw that alligator in there. Yep. Uh, so, uh, what. 
is the common thread that runs through all these stories. I'll tell you what it is. It's not the alligator. It's not the overkill. It's not the feces. They're all white. It's that. No. It's that (laughs) all these stories are awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So that's what the thread is. And that's what we have to really uh, capitalize on. Uh Right? So this is what we're going to do. We talked about it in our radiation show. One of the last things I did as before I had to join SAG was I was in a horrific, horrific reenactment show of Mysteries of the Museum, it was called. Uh-huh. Uh, and there's all sorts of horrible reenactment shows out there. You know what? There isn't an awesome reenactment show. So we're going to take all these stories and we're <laughs> going to have a reenactment show on TV that reenacts the guy with the spot welder who takes his facial tattoos oh, off over months. We're going to reenact the story of Bruni, who's running around naked on a roof, runs inside, pulls the TV off, craps on the floor, rubs kids' clothes on his face, whacks the mole, whatever that <laughs> is. Uh, we're going to sh- tell the story, reenact the story of the woman who caused a car crash by shaving her bikini line while she was going to meet her boyfriend and her ex steered from the back seat because she was received a DUI the day before. Yeah, you could call the show Florida Man. Yeah. Or the Florida, Florida Man, Man Diaries. Yeah, you call it that. Uh, but when when we were talking about this at work, as soon as we started talking about this, this is going to be huge. Uh-huh. None of us could believe that it actually hasn't been done already because it was just so like of course this needs to happen. It will be big. Certainly, I could see it on, like, True TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's definitely stations that would buy that. Yeah, it'll be like Masterpiece Theater slash Cops. It won't be like Masterpiece Theater at all. Like, but but mixed with Cops. It'll be like Cops yeah. mixed with Ancient Aliens. Okay. I like that. That's a good mix, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think you could even, like, I mean, I think ideally, mm-hmm. as as fun as it is to do bad reenactments. Oh, they have to do, do them well. Well, all reenactments are bad reenactments. Okay. So as fun as it is to see that, I think it's still better to see the actual footage if there is. So uh, I think you could mix it up with like like cops where there's actual footage, uh-huh. right? But then also uh, reenactments of some of the better stories. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. That's huge. That's You yeah. guys, this <clears throat> will happen eventually. Yeah. Anyone and out whoever there. does it is going to make so much freaking money, yeah. it'll be disgusting. Yeah. And all we ask is uh, 10%. 10% of your disgusting money. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. So I'm going to uh, read a headline to you. All right. And uh, we'll talk about what the next idea is. Okay. All right, ready? Yeah. Uh, Florida man sentenced to prison for attempting to start race war near Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, tying back into my earlier story about going down to Orlando for Disney World. Uh-huh. Little did I know that 11 miles away from Disney World uh, was a compound, Mm -hmm. is a compound uh, that a fellow, and I feel I can say his name because uh, the newspapers did, and he was convicted for this. Uh, Marcus Fiella and his followers spent years stockpiling weapons, food, erecting barbed wire, and conducting elaborate paramilitary drills. Their goal, according to federal agents, igniting a race war in Central Florida. Uh He was uh, arrested and uh, went to, to court. He lost. And for this plan of action, uh-huh. 
that he uh, decided to uh, follow. He was given a six-month sentence and had been credited for two and a half months time served, meaning he got out of jail probably about three or four months uh-huh. later. Um, <clears throat> and I thought, well, you're not you're not following the right path if this is how you're going about <laughs> starting your race war 11 miles from Disneyland. Yeah. You have staring you in the face the shining example uh-huh. of how to create something that makes people uh, that influences people on an enormous level subconsciously. Yeah. Right? Disney has done it uh, in terms of commerce, right? Mm-hmm. They have created an, 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 a world at Disney, literally, where you go in and they basically make you want to buy everything Disney. Sure. Right? That's what they do. Yeah. So looking at Disney, looking at all the traffic that goes to Disney, looking at the current political climate, um, where you have, and I sort of touched on this with uh, with Trumpland, mm-hmm. right? But why isn't this guy taking advantage of his proximity and opening up a huge, amazing white nationalist amusement park, <laughs> bringing families and their kids in? I don't know what you could call it that may people might think it's Disney World, but it's not Disney World, and uh-huh. they may go in accidentally. But you have cute little Hitler characters with little mustaches and big ears, right? You just, you just, the alt right has managed to reshape uh, white supremacy uh-huh. in a way that's palatable for a lot of people, right? They've couched it in this idea of it's, it's not about hating other races and other religions; it's about being proud of who you are, okay? Like every other uh, uh, race does, sure. right? And how do you then take that concept and make it even more palatable that people would bring their families and their kids will start screaming for more, 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 more? Yeah. And it just seems to me that if you have property, a big compound, 11 miles from Disney World, that you've got to be able to make that happen. Yeah. So this is specifically for Marcus Faella. You need rides. <laughs> You need characters. Uh-huh. I think you need to take historical characters and sweeten them up a little bit. Yeah, whitewash them. Yeah, completely. So to speak. Perfectly, actually. <laughs> most apt. Completely whitewash them. Um, you know, uh, cartoons, obviously. Princesses and princes. It's no longer about military juntas and world domination. That's not That's not what you're pushing there. It's... it's Handsome princes who are foiled by evil forces. Uh-huh. Uh, beautiful princesses who have to kill themselves because their love for the prince is so strong. Anything along those lines. You really need to play up the romance angle of it. Yeah. You need to play up playing on ch- children's uh, uh, fantasy world. Sure. And you will have so many people flocking to you. And, of course, like I said, you need to make it a little bit where they made mistakes. Someone took a wrong left turn, and they're like, oh, there's Disney World. I think that's Disney. When instead it's, it's you know. Dimsy World. Mm, Yeah. I don't know what we'd call it. Hitlerama. 
Well, no, no, no. You have a name that they could confuse for Disney. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know. Dimsy. Dimsy. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But or, I th- or you'll figure it out, guys. Yeah, that's, Josh and that's something done. right. We're washing but, our hands. But yeah, particularly for you, Marcus, or if you know you're at a point where you're like done with this whole thing because yeah. you don't want to spend more time in jail, or a lot of people split because you were in jail, and they're yeah. like, I don't want to get busted. Someone buy the property. It's all set up already. I'm sure there's all the paraphernalia you need. You just got to build, man. Build, 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 build. Yeah, and if you decide you need to get rid of those. Swastika tattoos on your face to get a job. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, find a spot welder. Yeah. Uh, get a Dremel bit. Uh huh. Some steel wool. Uh-huh. <laughs> God. Some hydrogen peroxide. So awful, man. I know. I read that and I, I was just like, this is the worst thing ever. Like, I couldn't even. Like, oh, you had I, read that same I had one? read that same okay. story. Yeah. When I read that, I was like, I, I just can't even imagine yeah, what this guy did to himself. I know. I know. Did you read about the monkeys around Orlando? No, oh, I it's great. Except I wanted, I figured I would keep everything to do with like actions done by humans. But I think it was in like the 30s. Apparently, there was someone who loved Tarzan, uh-huh. and so he brought these <clears throat> monkeys to an island off of Florida, and uh, they bred and bred and bred, and eventually they taught themselves to swim. Uh-huh. And they swam to the mainland, and now there are around Orlando thousands of monkeys, most of which have herpes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read about it. Did you read about about the uh, f- the guy in Florida who proposed to his girlfriend instead of giving her the ring in a box, he tied it to an alligator? Yeah. yeah when was... I was going to go down an alligator road, when I was trying to piece all these stories together, that was uh-huh. one I was going to do. Then there was uh, this this one that I read about that was just like some Florida uh, uh, state representative uh-huh. uh, <clears throat> claimed that the company hired to design the uh, school uh, tests, the uh, aptitude tests that uh-huh. the school does in all of their thing, had to be fired because they were attempting to turn students gay. <laughs> That's the way you get him is through the aptitude test. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're promoting as hard as they can any youth that is interested in the LGBT agenda. Uh-huh. They'll promote double-mindedness in state education and attract every one of your children to become as homosexual as they possibly can. As as, as homosexual as, as they possibly to be, can. To become as homosexual as they possibly yeah. can. Mine goes to 11. That's right. My gay is I'm my gay is so much more gay than your gay. Yeah. It's not even funny. Yeah. But at least they're cho- wanting them to uh, achieve. Yeah. You know, I think that's a big key Yeah, to all of that's, it. That's how Florida is a shining example to all of us. Uh-huh. They want their people to achieve yeah. optimum gayness. Yeah. Unbelievable. Haven't ever been back to Florida. If I ever go, if I die without going back, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Would Two imagine. foster homes, see ya, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Two foster homes in Florida. Yep. That should be the title of your your uh, your book, <laughs> Noel Deneen, Two Foster Homes in Florida. And that can just be it. I had to spend part of my life in two foster homes in Florida. Yeah. And that the and, end. Then every, exactly. And everyone will be like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I get it. But uh, yeah, Noel. So at this point. Yeah. So you guys. Uh, so a lot of you guys are like, we're making a lot of money. Like crazy money. We bought the fast cars. Yeah. We've got a private jet. Yeah. We I have need, 
I need to make sure <clears throat> that I get my money to these guys. Uh-huh. I need to reach out. I need to give them ideas for shows. I need to give them schemes to judge their or rules to judge their schemes by. Yeah. I need to just say hi. That would be nice. Yeah. So just how do you hi. do that? I'll tell you. You get us on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. Uh you can email us, Noel, at GRQ with Josh and and I think maybe people uh are confused. It's not an ampersand. Okay. It's the word and Okay. <laughs> GRQ with Josh. That's J-O-S-H and Andy Noel, N-O-E-L, at gmail.com. That's right. You can get us on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ, Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes. You can subscribe. You should subscribe. Not you can. Yeah, you should. You will subscribe. You will subscribe. You will rate. Yeah. You will will review. review. And if you only listen to us in podcast form, you will tune into Radio Free Brooklyn. And listen to other shows. And listen to other shows, including us. Saturday nights, 8 o'clock, followed by Trippin' Beats. You're going to love them. Before us is Art Star Scene. You're going to love them. A lot of good things going on. Just start a new season. It's happening, guys. Yeah, just think. So this is what you can do. You listen to our show on Saturday night. Yeah. You get, you're get you so excited. Yeah. And you have, you've picked up on a few things that you're like, oh, my God, this is the shit. But then... You've got your plan semi-formulated, but then you listen to it again when it comes out on iTunes. That's right. And it crystallizes. And it crystallizes while everyone else is just getting their first shot. Yeah. You're already running. You're already running. You're way ahead of the game. Yeah. You know, and I've decided uh, unilaterally, even though this is a bilateral commission at Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, uh-huh. I've decided unilaterally, if you go onto iTunes and... Uh, Subscribe, rate, and review us. Okay. Uh, and I don't care. You, you can be good or bad. I prefer good. Uh-huh. But as long as you do it, uh, we will knock 1% okay. off of your tithe. Well, half percent. We'll knock 1% <laughs> off. It'll come out of my end. All How's right. That? Okay. I like that. Noel's all right with I that. I like that. Yeah. We're going to be so rich, Noel. That's true. That it's like, unless it's just a matter of me being jealous of the fact that you have more money than me, uh-huh. it's not going to really matter. What are we going to do with all that money when we get so rich? Well, you do what everyone does with all that money. You spend it, Noel. Uh, I wish only there was someone out there that could tell us how to spend this money so we don't have to go as bananas as Florida man trying to figure it out. Turns out there is. <laughs> Take it away, Mr. Josh. Now, today we're going to be talking about coins. So there was a US dollar um, in 1794, and they made a special edition called the Flowing Hair US Dollar. Now, this dollar was rare at its time, um, 1794, but in 2017, this coin is the rarest coin on Earth. So rare this coin is, um, that it is worth over $10 million. That's right. The ultimate in conspicuous consumption. You can spend $10 million for $1. Yeah. Yeah. So rare this coin is. Yep. That's right. Yeah. You make sure you even talk like Yoda. <laughs> that's mean. So, you guys, uh, Josh and I know our ideas are great. How do you, the listening public, know it is worth leaving your family, <clears throat> burning your car, quitting your job, <clears throat> cutting ties with everyone you know and love? To make your money. 
Well, it's because Josh scours the internet for rules getting rich quick to which we judge our schemes by. Where do our rules come from this week, Josh? Today's rules are from God Wants You to Be Rich, Five Faith-Based Rules, Market Watch Magazine. Yeah. Yeah. We got everything. Yep. Rule number one, or first rule. Okay. Trust God, but not his enemies. <laughs> sure. If you're going to... Uh... What what's the guy's name with the with the race war? Uh yeah, that guy. Yeah. So that that one's for you. <clears throat> yep. And you know who we mean by enemies. Yeah, Frank I I don't know remember what his name is. Yeah. I don't remember. But you know, you know you're absolutely yeah, right. Trust racist. God and not your enemies. Yeah. And you know, part of his enemies is Disney World. Yeah. I would add. Sure. Um <clears throat> second rule. Yeah. This is perfect for our friends down in Florida. Okay. Wall Street won't make you rich. It's stealing from you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. If you want to make yourself rich, you gotta you gotta go out there. You gotta take the stories of your of your neighbors. That's right. Of your friends. That's right. Of your Florida uh-huh. family. Maybe it's you, maybe it's your your homemade family. Uh-huh. You know, uh, and you take those stories, reenact them, bring them back to life. That's right. Put them out there for the world. Yep. And don't let Wall Street get its grubby don't little hands on it. Don't let Wall Street get its hands on it. Uh. We got time for one more, maybe two. Two. All right. Uh, third rule: Stop working for corporate America if you want to get rich. That's right. You drive by corporate America. Uh-huh. You grab that soda out the window and you throw a fucking alligator through that window. <laughs> That's right. You tell corporate America, "Big fuck you." Yeah. And still get yours. Yeah. That's right. And you're still getting rich. If it, imagine that soda is a million dollars. Yeah. And that alligator is still an alligator. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's a, uh, yeah. So that's number three. So we're three for three. Number four. This is faith based. Okay. Am I, this yeah, is how yeah. God's helping you get rich. You can't trust Washington to help you get rich. No, you got to go out there. You got to start a employment expediency uh, thing. You're making money. You're helping. You're giving people hope. And you're taking their urine and doing whatever you want with it. That's right. You're right. And uh, one more. Fifth rule. Faith-based getting rich means trusting in you, Inc. That's right. You, your kids, a soccer ball filled with meth. (laughs) That's how you're going to get rich. That's right. So, dude, that was five for five. Five I mean, we wiped that board clean. It wasn't even close. Yeah. So uh, we're getting rich. We sure are. Yeah. Super rich. Yep. And so once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Great. 